The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are glad that you're with us today. And I just got to tell you up front, we're going to have a different kind of radio show today. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it is. That would be a way to put it. Yeah. It, it, so it, many ways. It's still the Masculine Journey, uh, but we are going to be talking a little bit different than you might hear at this this time of Christmas. You know, here we are just not too far away, just about a week away, right? We're at a week away from yeah. Christmas. and uh, And so, you know, a lot of what you see on TV this time of year is... Of course, all the Christmas specials, and I, I loved a lot of those, you know, as a kid and still enjoyed them with my kids. Um, but also, you know, the Hallmark shows that, you know, everything really works out in the end. Mm-hmm. But that's not everybody's story. Sometimes Christmas is a really hard time. Now, you hear a lot about being happy and joyous and Merry Christmas, and not everyone's going to feel that way. Oh, and as Christians, there's a lot to celebrate. It's the, the remembrance of Christ's birth, right? Mm-hmm. Even though if it wasn't at this time of year, that doesn't really matter that we're remembering it. Yeah. And there's a lot to be joyful there, but what about when pain comes into your life in the midst of it? Because it's not always been a good year. You know, I know that there's there's people out there that are listening and people in the studio that have been through potentially a marriage this year that, that have, has ended or the loss of a loved one, a parent, um, someone else that you may have loved very, very well. I know Robbie and I both lost our moms this year. Mm-hmm. And it's been a really, it's been a hard time Um Getting ready for Christmas, as joyful as I want to be, it's still just been kind of hard yeah. a little bit. And that's really where this topic came about. You know, we we're just kind of talking and thinking, well, we can't be the only ones that really wrestle with this. And so let's just talk about it and try to see, you know, what we can try to figure out to help ourselves and maybe help some other people along the way. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Robbie, would you say this year's been a little different than past years for you? Is that an understatement of the year for you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my mother, you know, loved Christmas and, and you know, a lot of my memories, you know, of with my mother rotate around that. And, and so, yeah, coming into this season, I felt it and realized that there was some work I was going to have to do um, uh, to cope and, and to have the joy that I know the Lord wants me to have. But I'm feeling, wow, there's a, there's a process here mm-hmm. and what a neat topic to begin to flesh out what does that process look like and how can we, um, you know, delve into this topic? Because no doubt a lot of folks are are looking at that. You know, there's an empty place at the Christmas table this year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And not to just say it's only has to do with you know, the loss of a loved one dying. I mean, that happens, of course, but divorce or loss of relationship, loss of friendship that was very close to you. Yeah. You know, I think about kids that, have lost tradition, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that the family's always been together and now they're going to be living a split Christmas, you know, and so there's oh, a yeah. loss. There's lots of loss at this time. And, you know, if you're not careful, it'll just sound like, you oh, just buck up and, and push through it. Yeah. And, and God wants us to go through it, but he's got a journey for us along the way. I'm going to put a story or a, a clip on here, but it's not the traditional clip that you have where it's a movie clip. We love to use TV shows and mm-hmm. movies and Although there's plenty of them at Christmas time, there's a song that came out from Mark Schultz, I think a couple years ago. He's a Christian artist. And the story behind it 
was that as he was being brought into his wife's family, as he was dating his wife and they were going to be getting married, he really spent his first Christmas with his father-in-law. And although the father-in-law wasn't much to really say a whole lot about how he felt, he was one to kind of demonstrate it, mm-hmm. especially at Christmas time. And he loved to put things in the stockings. And Mark said in his first stocking, the first time he ever really you know, had stocking stuffers, that uh, he had Vienna, Vienna sausages, a flashlight, and tube socks. And so if he was going to go into an underground bunker, it would have been perfect. Boy Scout stocking. <laughs> yeah, Boy Scout stocking. But as he you know, grew in that family and heard his wife tell stories along the way, stories of how every year when she'd leave a letter for Santa, Santa would leave one back saying that I've been talking with your dad and he tells me how proud he is of you and these things that you've done this year. Mm. And then just how he loved on her in that way. And, and so fast forward a little bit, they've been married and they, her, her father dies. And so they're both kind of struggling with it. And you know, it was, Christmas was approaching and, and his wife came in and told him, you know, Mark, we're going to have a, a different kind of Christmas this year. And that's where the name of the song got its name from. And I want you to listen. We're going to play the whole song. We don't normally do that. It's three minutes and 30 seconds. And it, it is an amazing song. And that's all I can really say. Just, just listen to it. And we'll come back and talk about it. Snow is falling Christmas Eve Lights are coming on up and down the street The sound of carols fills the air And people rushing home, families everywhere Are putting candles in the windows Lights upon the tree There's no laughter in this house, not like there used to be There's just a million little memories that remind me you're not here It's just a different kind of Christmas this year In the evening fires close Dancing underneath the mistletoe Let a letter from Santa Claus Won't be the same this year in this house Because there's one last place set at the table One last gift under the tree And a brand new way to take their place inside of me I'm unwrapping all these memories Fighting back the tears It's just a different kind of Christmas this year Now there's voices in the driveway Families right outside the door And we'll try to make this Christmas Like the ones we've had before And as we gather around the table I see joy on every face And I realize what's still alive Is the legacy you made It's time to put the candles in the wind 
just a different kind of Christmas It's just a different kind of Christmas this year. I'm sitting here listening to that and I'm uh, looking over at my two brothers uh, who look like this hurts this year. And first of all, I love you. Thanks. Um, but I don't know if you'd be willing to share with folks what what's going on with you right now and how, and where this is coming from because I know this is a tremendously hard year for both of you, Robbie and Sam. I think that um, we're probably at slightly different places in the yeah. in the process. Um, for me, I, I need to thank my daughter Sydney who sent me this song on Facebook, and uh, the first time I watched it. I could hardly make it through it. And uh, when we're going to do the show, and I sent the song to Robbie and said, it's going to be hard. <laughs> so do it when you're somewhere not around other people. Um, but every time I listen to it, preparing, you know, it was hard. But then that second part of it comes in and talks about this legacy. And this, this Christmas, my mom, for Christmas every year for the last several years, made each of her kids Christmas ornaments or Christmas um Things are under the plates, you know, whatever they're called. It goes underneath the plate. Placemats. Placemats, thank you. I'm sorry, my head's yeah, a little, my head's a little cluttered right now. Uh, placemats or something really cool. And so going through that Christmas stuff to get it out was initially incredibly hard. But as this week kind of progressed, and, you know, and I've actually downloaded this song on, on, from my iTunes account and I've listened to it quite a few times. I've been able to look at the Christmas tree and, and see just all the love and the legacy of love that she left through that tree or through the placemats as they call them <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that might be. And, you know, so I'm in the verge of moving towards healing yeah. uh, in this. Uh, and I'm probably at a lot healthier place than I was before we started preparing this show. Uh, but it's hard. It's honestly really hard as much as I love Jesus. I love the fact that we're celebrating his birth. It doesn't, it doesn't really change how much my heart hurts missing my mom. Yeah. Yeah, for me, you know, I didn't want to miss her. And I don't mean that, you know, miss her like you would miss somebody, but I didn't want to have a Christmas without her. (laughs) And so I've been trying to process that and include her in my thought process, in my in in the time I'm spending, you know, with Jesus this year, this year to find a place for that legacy, and the song is immensely helpful uh, for me to see that, you know, part of the reason that I enjoy the season the way I do, you know, part of the reason I have the life I have, clearly. Robbie, thank you. One of the things that as we're preparing for this, that God really just laid on my heart. And, you know, I didn't originate the, the idea, but I've seen it before. And my son Eli and I made ornaments for uh, his siblings. Uh, so if you see him, don't tell him. For his siblings <laughs> and my siblings that have a picture of my mom in the middle. 
so she'll always be with us for Christmas every year. And so, you know, every year she'll be looking at us from the tree and be able to celebrate so that. Cool. And so I stuck those in the mail um, earlier this week. And so just uh, didn't say anything to anybody, just kind of looking forward to knowing that, you know, my mom's going to be shining some some love on her from, from her on them this Christmas. When we come back, we're going to talk about more about this topic, but also, you know, losing a loved one when they choose to move away, right? Not because they died. And, and what do you do with that? And how do you handle that? And what's God really calling for you in this time of transition? The Masculine Journey wonders if you would consider giving that man in your life a Christmas present he'll always treasure, his heart back. We have a heart-restoring boot camp coming up April 6th through the 9th. And what a gift. Listen to what it did for Andy. Masculine Journey boot camp experience showed me I could truly hear from God and that I could experience Him on a daily basis. Only $169 or make five payments of $33. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and get that man in your life something he'll never forget. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. You kind of hate to just interrupt Elvis and fade him out, but I'm having a blue Christmas, right? Now. <laughs> so. My mother had Elvis's Christmas album. And I can't tell you how many times I heard that song over the years. I was like, Mom, can we please put something on the side of <laughs> Oh, you know, sometimes it's just great to laugh. Uh, well, I'm thinking about it. If you haven't gotten your loved one something for Christmas, uh, the, the men in your life or um, your, your older sons or nephews or brothers, parents, if your dad's still alive, uh, a gift of a boot camp would be an amazing thing so that, you know, he can really go off and see what God has in store for him. I know it's made a tremendous difference in our life in many, many times as we've went. And so you can go to mashkinjourneyradio.org. There's different payment plans. If you can't afford that right now, we've tried to break those out as much as we can to help people this time of year. Or if you are able to, you could just purchase it all at once. But uh, it'd be a great, great yeah, it's gift inexpensive. Form. It's only $169, really. Yeah. And it includes all the meals. And, and, and most importantly, you know, it's time to process stuff like this with you and the Lord and to get your heart back. And it, you know, I don't know what I'd do without it. Yeah. Vinny, I wanted to ask you a little bit before we transition the second part of this um, topic. Now, you know, several years ago, and we know in talking with you like last week that you lost your wife Rita on December 7th, uh, yeah. 20 years ago. Right. right. But along the way, um, there was lots of things that, that happened for you. Uh, with you and your children and remembering her legacy a little bit at times, wasn't there? Oh, a lot. Uh, I got a thought, and you're probably going to say, what the heaven name is he talking about? I've got a thought in 1941. I was in the movie in the United States. was bombed in Pearl Harbor. You weren't in the movie. You were in the, watching the movie. 
I was 10 years old. I was 10 years old. Everybody knows about Pearl Harbor, I guess. But, and that was that, okay? And I seen what went on. I actually seen the movies of it, the film of it in the news in the movie theaters. But anyway, in 1954, I got married. Now, the happiest time of my life was marrying this lady, and she loved Christmas. I mean, she had more ornaments than Walmart. Uh, she would buy, uh, what are you doing, Rita? What are you doing? You know, oh, shut up. You know, that's the way she was. Now, we'll get back to why Christmas. Well, I was married 44 years, and she picks December 7th to die. Uh, she picked what a good Lord needed her for a job. And I'm sure that she did it well. And when she died on December 7th, it brought back to me how miserable the 40s were to me seeing all that killing and bombing and people burning, jumping off ships. You know, it, it brought that back to me, which I had forgotten. She dies, and she dies on December 7th. So Christmas at that time became very, very sorrowful for many, many years. And the kids tried to break me out of it, and I would visit them on Christmas, and I'd see all the ornaments that Rita would buy, and, and I would yell at her. I'd say, my <laughs> God, what are you, how much ornaments? You know, we had three trees put up in our house all the time. But we had another extra for three more trees. So the kids took them all and they used them. And when I would visit them on Christmas, Rita was gone, naturally. You remember this, Dad. Do you remember when she bought this one here and where she put it? She had a spot for everything. Well, they were just trying to be helpful to me. They didn't know that, you know, it was killing me. But I had to play the part, the grandfather and father to these young ladies and grandchildren. So Christmas has a kind of a hard feeling every December 7th, like this past one last week. I mean, you know, I just stay in bed and I pray and I pray. Uh, it will never go away the images of Pearl Harbor, the images of my cuckoo wife buying stuff that was, what are you doing, you know? But now it's my kid's turn. And they turn around and they say, you know, Dad, I understand what you're talking about, December 7th and Mom passing away. I said, nah, you can never understand it unless you've seen what actually happened. Anyway, that's my story. I'm a little bit uh, on the downer with Christmas, but not anymore because I know God is going to pick me up and take me to a better place, and he's coming down to save us all. That's, that's amazing. And she passed on her legacy of loving Christmas to your kids, and that was a pretty cool thing for her to have done. And Dennis, I wanted to ask you about what's, what's some things... You know, we have a little bit of time left here, and, and just to talk about what's some things you can do if you find yourself there. 
this time of year? What's some things that you can do to try to help you get to that next place along the way? And I know that we gotten some stuff off the internet. There was a great website. Yeah. Um, it's at the top of that page. I can't remember. I can't read my own writing. Maybe you can't read my writing. Either. Sixty-four right. tips for coping with grief at the holiday. Thank you, Robbie. I left my glasses at, <laughs> at home. Sixty-four <laughs> tips. Yeah, we're not going to go through all sixty-four. We don't have okay. that time. Well, I think it's uh, Vinny brought up a couple of things that they were talking about. One is being true to yourself and true to what your feelings are. You know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel that grief that you need to process. I've seen some people that will, you know, they'll do things like they'll make a favorite food or they may have the ornaments up that that a mother or loved one had. Uh, I think that probably depends on where you where you are. And I've seen families that will sit around and it, it just makes it worse for them doing that. And others that love to play the old Elvis song and think about how much mom loved that. So that's probably true as well. The, the bigger the, One of the biggest things I saw on here, though, was self-care. I mean, it's important that we take care of ourselves through this process and and make sure that we're doing okay, that we're feeling well, that we're taking care of ourselves. It's so easy for folks during this time of the year where they're not feeling well to maybe do some things that are going to ultimately make it worse for them. Uh, uh, A lot of alcohol, a lot of food, things like that that's temporary fix. Lack of sleep. Yeah, lack of sleep. So speaking of that self-care, Dennis, actually, you know, when we were getting ready for this show, I went looking for a movie where somebody lost their mother Mm. and came across the movie The Christmas Shoes. And um, I got the clip, and the clip fascinated me, and I could see that part of the self-care was that I needed to sit alone and watch this movie because my family already hates that I cry in movies. I knew this was going to be bad. It was bad, but it was oh so good. And in this movie, The Christmas Shoes, there's a little boy who's losing his mother to cancer. And... He goes throughout the movie trying to get the money together to buy these shoes, and he's collecting cans and doing all sorts of stuff. But there's another older man there who's lost his mother too. Unfortunately, in order to mask the pain, he pours himself into work. And he doesn't. he's an attorney, and he won't come out from work. Well, the two meet in the line Christmas Eve. The boy's going to buy the shoes, he hopes. And the other man who's been buried in the work is standing behind him in line, and this is what plays out. Attention, please bring your purchases to the cashier. The store is now closed. Next. Excuse me. Sorry, sir. I've I've got to eat real fast. Okay. Nineteen ninety-five reduced. Can you hurry, please? Nope. You're $5.50 short. What? Did I stutter or something? You're $5.50 short. Look, kid, you don't have enough money. Come back after New Year's, we'll probably be giving them away. Christmas 
and I wanted to get her these shoes so she would look beautiful when she, when she got to heaven. Oh, would you please? Oh, I'll pay you back, I promise. These are, uh, this ram. Thanks, mister. Yeah, his mother is literally dying. I mean, within moments of the time. So he rushed to the store, and that's the reason why I was in such a hurry to get these shoes. What the other man did not realize that <clears throat> he had buried himself so much in the work that his wife had volunteered for this other lady who was dying to take her place directing the musical, which they've moved in front of the little boy's house. And so this man, it's, it's quite a movie. And, and the point being that it, it gave me time to enjoy my mother, to spend time in that legacy and spend time processing, you know, what I think the Lord has for me here and how he's walking with me through this time. Absolutely. And, and, and maybe that's not where you are right at this moment. And that's okay. That's where God's trying to take you. Some, some other things that you can do during this time is feel like it's okay to say no to some things. Just because you've always done something You've always went here at Christmas or Christmas Eve or this time. You know, maybe it's okay to take care of yourself here. It is okay to take care of yourself and, and say no to something that you don't really feel like going to. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to say yes to some other events or some other people that you want to be around that bring you joy right at this moment. It doesn't mean it'll be that way forever. But maybe that's what you need right now. Maybe it's a time that you can start some new traditions. Right? It's a new new era. And so... Not that you're going to lose sight of that person, because you want to take time during this time to love them and remember them and tell stories about them, all those things that you're capable of, because those memories bring healing, they bring love, and they remind you of how much they loved you. And that's just a little present your, your Father in Heaven has for you this season, but He has so much more. And so we just touched on this topic. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about a similar topic of how to deal with depression and change at Christmas. But for this week, why don't you just go out and say, God, what do you have for me in store? If this is your story, take it to the father of all stories. And he's got a new one for you to start living. 